You know, one of my biggest, like, the things I want to do in life, top of my bucket list, is write a book. Okay. Dope. That seems like such a unachievable goal. You know what I mean? To right. sit down and write one seems so, like, impossible to do. Right. Because it's time. You know what I mean? It's time. Um, so the most valuable thing that you have to give to anybody in the world is your time. So if you take the time to write a book, you know, you're giving out a gift. You know, so... If you want to do it, do it. Did you want to be an author? Um, I'm going to be honest. So the reason I started writing, so I was locked up. I was locked up and I read this book. And in this book, you know, the main character, he was like a, he was a killer. You know what I mean? He went hard, but he was always just monotone. He was always mad. And I'm like, dang, that's not real. Like, you got dudes out here that, you know, that get busy, but they still got like they laugh and joke and all that. So it wasn't realistic to me. So I wanted to write a book more realistic, and that's what made me start. Re- How old do, were you? I could do it better. How old were you when you were locked up? Uh, I was 23 when I first got locked up. Okay, and you read the book. Um, do you remember I, what the book's called? What was the name of the book? I can't remember. I know it was under Triple Crown. I can't remember the name of the book. Yeah. But yeah, I was 23 when I got I was 23 when I got locked up. I was about 25 at the time when I first hmm, 22, maybe about 27. How long was your bid? So I was originally sentenced to 25 years. Uh, for that, I did 19. Really? Yeah. Salute, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Salute. And so when you was that, had you ever read like were you were you reading before that like before you got locked up were you reading books Yeah yeah like I I read I used to read um I actually read 48 laws of power in the streets Um Yeah I used to read So you were reading Yeah I didn't I yeah, I used to like to read I used to like to read. I was good in school. I liked the school. I was good in school. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're an author, so it makes yeah. sense. But the reason I'm asking is that one book, like, changed uh, your life so much. Actually, man, it ain't, it's not even, that wasn't the catalyst. So, um, all right, just to give you a little back history. So, like I said, I was locked up for 20 years. Um, and, and during that time, I had the time to learn myself. I had the time to figure out myself. So the catalyst was actually me learning myself. And then I got to sprout out and do so many things, you know, including writing a book and so much stuff. But, yeah, you know, that was the, the real catalyst. How did you think you were going to spend your time? It's, it's hard to say. Like, at that moment, you're just trying to make sure everything is new. So it's not about how you're going to spend your time. It's how you're going to survive. Like, I'm in the jungle now. Mm-hmm. I've I, always been in the jungle. I've been in the streets since I was 12 years old. So I've always been in the jungle. But this is a different environment. This is like a, you know, um, a man-made environment. You got people from different areas that you've never seen, different states. And, and you were in a maximum security prison. I was a young little dude. I was a, maybe 150 pounds. So now it's survival now. It ain't no, ain't no guns now. It's, it's, it's survival. Yeah. So it's not about how you're going to do the bid for the moment. It's how you're going to make sure you survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me see that lighter. Oh, shit. Let me plug my laptop in. I don't want that dying. 
I'll edit that out. I would have been so mad if I lost that, if oh, my no computer problem. died. Because I, that is amazing how now you have three books. Right. And you, it's funny. You, you were telling me the story, and then you said you wanted to save it for the podcast, of how you were, you were locked up with Beanie, and he helped you, helped you get into writing? Or what was the... No, nah, so, well, when Beans, when Beans first came in, I was writing Trust and Betrayal. So um, me and him got close while he was locked up, you know what I mean? And um, I was writing Trust and Betrayal. So uh, I gave him a couple pages, like, nah, it's fire, you know what I mean? And, you know, this is my guy, so it's not something he's saying, then just brush it off. So he was telling me, you know, it's fire. So I ended up writing a book. And he ended up violating, so he came back. And when he came back, I'm like, yo, bro, I finished the book. And he like, yo, bring that joint, let me see that. So he read it. The next day he came back, it was, he finished it. He was like, yo, it was crazy. And he was like, yo, it's crazy. What if the character would have did this? Or what if after that, you know, this happened? I'm like, yo, well, what the fuck? Let's, um, let's do a part two. He like, nah, I'm a rapper. You know, I ain't writing. I'm a rapper. I'm like, nah, let's do it, man. You could do it. So... Long story short, after a bunch of talking junk to him and convincing him, we ended up putting the book together. And, like, nah, that book right there is crazy. Loyalty and Deceit? Yeah, so Loyalty and Deceit is the sequel to Trust and Betrayal. Trust and Betrayal is loosely based on my life. It's loosely based on the life. It's a novel. Um, it's based out of Rochester, New York. The sequel to that is Loyalty and Deceit, um, which is written by Beanie Siegel and I. So you said you were 27 when you started Trust and Betrayal? Yeah, somewhere around there. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but somewhere around there. How long did it take you to write? <sighs> Actually, I first started it, right? I wrote a lot. I stopped it, and then I rewrote it. I started again. So I'm going to say for the f when I started with the rewrite from the beginning to end, I probably finished that book in maybe a year, maybe 10 months to a year. Oh, really? So not so you did it pretty quick. That's quick. I feel like a year. I, f I didn't know if you were like, I feel like that means you're good with what you're doing. Because I feel like a lot of people would write it and be like, nah, fuck this, put it away. Like, no, you were right. working on it for like. Yeah. Well, you don't right, think so a year seems like a long time to you to write a book? I right, that's a few factors. Number one, I was in prison, right? Mm -hmm. And in prison, you time you know, you can have idle time, but I chose not to, you know what I mean, spend my time idly like that. So, you know what I mean? There was things I do, but I was able to dedicate, you know, hours into it and go in, um, you know, go in deep on it. Um, yeah, I guess a year is good. I know dudes that could bang out books in like six to eight months, but I feel like when I write, you know, <laughs> Mine's is, I'm colorful, like, I, the streets is live, the, the situations is live, and I want a person to, you know, I want you to, I want it to be like a visual movie, you know what yeah. I mean? When I write, when I write, like, I, I want you to really see it, you know, and, and, and that's one of the things I think that um, people like about my style of writing. Like, I'm going to bring it colorfully. It ain't going to be, you know... Um, he walked up to you and slapped you and you fell. No, it's going to be some, you know, uh, as he slowly approached you with the demeanor of death in his eyes, you know, it, it, it'll get crazy. So, is that how your brain works? It is. It is. Um, even like, you know, with my clothes and designing, like uh, 
I design all my clothes and I make sh- I'm I'm particular about that, you know what I mean? Um I get uh creative about that but stuff. But descriptive. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's how you always were. Yeah, attention to detail. You know what I mean? I think it's funny when like you find who you are. like with me like it makes sense I'm a podcaster cuz I'm questioning everything. Like I want to get to the as you can tell like I'll ask just I'll right. keep digging on a topic cuz that's who I am. Yeah, I like and it. that's how I always was, but I didn't realize how I could use that to benefit mm. until later. Right. And I didn't like that's if you always were descriptive like that. Yeah. It you found it later, but that's right. who you are. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess I definitely uh, I pay attention to detail, um, and, and that's one of the things that I'm imaginative. You know what I'm saying I'm, I'm a tourist, so and and I'm I'm left-handed, so that means I use the right side of my brain uh, more. So I, I'm creative. I think that's what they say, something like that. But I'm, I'm very creative, and I like to express that. Is that what a Taurus is? Taurus is like a Taurus is stubborn. I'm so, a cancer, and that's all. I cancer. only know about cancer shit. You know what I mean? Like, to us, we stubborn. Like, if we feel if we feel that we right, or, or if this is something that we're going to do, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We ain't trying to hear nothing. We're going to do it. Um, and that right there, honing that in, it's a, it's a definite plus, you know, for, for succeeding. Yeah. You know what I mean? What was your writing, like, how did you, writing process while being locked up? I didn't never learn, I never learned how to write um, as far as, you know, novels or screenplays or anything like that. So I just started. Literally, whatever the first words is on the book is how the book starts and how, you know, how it goes. Now, I do go, you know, of course, I, uh, I go in and I proof the book, but I just start. I don't believe in having a specific beginning or a specific end. You can start a book today and then go back you know, 10 years before and then catch back up, whatever, you know. So my style is just, at the end of the day, it's, it's like an artist when he just put on the headphones and go in the booth. I grab the pen, I go in, I think of a subject, and then I can go With a pen, you would write it, you wrote it. Yeah, yeah. everything was written in a pen, pen and pencil, paper. I still got the original papers from them right Really? What made you sit down and write that first sentence? For the fact that I knew I could do better than, than that one. Yeah. How long after you finished that did you start? Did I did I start what writing? Like how long after you, you finished, finished that book? book did you think I, don't I need to I need to start writing? I don't remember. I remember I did twenty years. <laughs> so yeah. like I you try not to yeah. like yeah no. Well, not, that, not that I try not to. I don't really remember. Like I just okay. So I remember reading the book and I remember the character. Like I said, the character was just a. It was just one way, the whole book. And I'm like, damn, that ain't the thing. And I could do better. So I felt I could do better. And that started it. And so, all right, the reason why I stopped and restarted another one of the things, I went to the hole. When I went to the hole, a lot of my shit got fucked up and, uh, you know, property and paperwork. Shit got crazy. So I, um, I restarted it. And once I restarted it. What do you mean property and paperwork? Like when you go to the hole, when you go to the box in prison, you go to the box as you are at that moment. You know what I mean? Then all your property that's in your cell, that's got to be taken to the hole separately. It's got to go to the box separately. You don't get the shit. It goes into a property room, but it goes separately. 
And now that's in the hands of whoever packs it out, whoever ships it, so you don't know where your shit going to end up. So you lost? Yeah, a lot of my stuff got just messed up. I can't remember exactly what happened. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened. Yeah. Or did I, I was wilding. I might have flooded the cell and I was terrible, so I might have flooded <laughs> the cell and did some shit. I don't remember. No, I feel, but that's, as you can tell, that is how my brain works, is I mm-hmm. do. Have you ever read the book The Alchemist? The Alchemist, I remember that book. Damn, who was it by? Paulo, uh, fuck, I don't even know. It's about, like, the omens in life. It's about the guy, it's like following the omens you have in life that lead you to the path. No, I didn't. I didn't read that. I feel bad I don't know the name, but when I read that book, it everything to me is like a path line. Like, uh, this happened to this, yeah. which is this. Segways. So that's why I, like, yeah. really impressing you on that. Because that's how I see life. Because yeah. it's like, all this shit that I never thought, good and bad, would affect me when I was younger. Right. Ends up coming back, either good back. or bad, today, you know? Yeah. It's like that the cosmic energy. I could dig it. Hell yeah. It's nah. fun. What were you saying? No, nah, I, I mean, no, nah, I get it. So it's like segue. So you, everything is like a like a segue. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I feel like I don't want to uh, go down too many paths that yeah. are wasted. Right. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I like the way it's going. Let's, I like it. It's fu- All right. So this is kind of a change of subject, but it's funny. You said Beanie was like, I'm a rapper. I'm not a writer. Right. What did you think you were before you were a writer? Like, what did you consider yourself? A hustler. Just a hustler. All I knew was a hustle. Um, not just a drug dealer. Not just a... I was a hustler. I had different... I, I knew how to get money. So I knew how to hustle. That's why I consider myself like a hustler. Born with it? Huh? Born with it? Oh, absolutely. Like, my mother, my mother was in, my mother was in the streets. My pops was in the streets. My brother was one of the biggest drug dealers in the town. I was really born into it. Like, born into it, born into it. Yeah. So this is, this is all I knew. I was off the porch at 12 years old. At 12 years old, I'm in a club with grownups, heavy hitters. Preem, shout out to Preem, all the big boys. So I got pictures too. I'll give them so you can post them up. But I, I'm talking about drive. Like, do you think people are born with drive or oh. do you think people find drive? I think that it has to be, yeah, it has to be inst- installed in you or you have to learn it or you have to get it. So um, if you say you're born with it, I mean it's a, it's a DNA trait. So it's not, I don't think it's a DNA trait, but it's, 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 it's ingrained in you, right? So the grind comes from out of either a desperation or just the will to succeed, you know what I mean? That, that hunger, um, that's something that's got to come out of you. It's got to come from within you. Mm-hmm. You have to make the decision. Yeah, you, gotta, you definitely got to make the decision to grind. Yeah. yeah, that's a decision that I think everyone has to make in their life, but some people... That's the people who are lost is the people who are too scared to make that decision. Right. Yeah, fear is, fear, is, fear is a motherfucker, man. Fear, right? Fear can stop a lot of things, um, but the thing, you have to understand fear. So every animal in the world experienced fear, right? A lion experienced fear. An elephant experienced fear. So who am I to not experience fear? But the key is you got to know how 
to embrace your fear. Like me, if I fear something, that makes me go at it. It makes me get it. It makes me conquer it. It makes me, whether I'm aggressive, however it is, if I get to the point to where I fear something, I conquer it. And, and fear should inhibit action. So, you know, you should learn how to embrace it and you channel that energy and now you conquer it. You know, you don't, fear don't mean run. Fear means, well, fear is only a possibility. Fear is, is the, the thought of something going wrong. But it's the thought. It's not that it happened. When yeah. you fear something, you you only thinking about what could possibly go wrong. So it's not a reality. And the more you run away from it, that's where anxiety comes in. Yeah, exactly. Anxiety, your fear builds. Now your fear comes in a terror or fright. And, you know, those things is, is harmful for you. So you have to you have to conquer that fear quickly. You got to annihilate that shit. How did you get the books published? I created my publishing company while I was in prison. How does one do that? How, how did you do that? Oh, it was the hardest thing in the world. I went to the box mad times over that. I went. Over because of it? Hell yeah. Um, so my company is Chaos. Chaos is an acronym um, for creating history amongst our society. I found this um, on the web. So. They always listen to it. All right. Y'all We're already recording the podcast. Just listen to the podcast later. Yeah, hey, give to, me the view, Apple. That's yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Shit. Apple should just give me the yeah, view. Cut the check, Apple. Yeah. But yeah, while I was all right, so when I wrote the book, when I finished writing the book, I had sent it to a publishing company. Um and the, the publishing company sent me a letter back. One sent me a letter back saying, like, we, we're good right now and we'll contact you later. Another one sent me a letter back saying that they want it and they will give me a royalty off of it. And I can't remember what it was. It was like, man, I don't remember. Books was going for $15 a book and they wanted to give me, like, 80 cent a book or something like that. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I've been a boss my whole life. There's no way in the world I'm about to, I put in all this right here to... You know what I mean? To get 80 cents a, cents a book. So at that moment, I said, yo, you know what? Nah, I got to continue to boss up. I got to learn how to get my book out there in the streets. But my only problem is I'm in motherfucking federal prison. Maximum security prison. How can I make this happen? And that's where thinking outside the box came into play. So after thinking outside the box, long story short, I created S Corporation. Um, Don't make long story short. Make long story <laughs> long. Uh, so I studied. I learned. I learned. All right. So in order to have a publishing company, the first thing you need, you need a business. All right. So I need a business. Um, I got the information uh, on how to, you know, create a different business. I learned on different businesses, LLCs, S corporations, C corporations, so on and so forth. Um, learn which business I think would be more applicable to me. And then I got the paperwork to get it in. I got the paperwork in, um, start, you know, going through the process of filling it out. And you're making your address? My address is in the streets. I'm using my address in, in Rochester. So um, even at this time, I was in Pennsylvania. But my address is in the streets. My business, my corporation is a New York corporation. It's not a Pennsylvania corporation. I didn't choose to be in this prison. My yeah. corporation don't need to be here. Your corporation is its own entity. So yeah. your corporation. But I'm asking, how do you get your paperwork? How, like, literally, how are you setting up oh, this I, well, LLC? I'm getting the paperwork, like, through my, my family. I'm having my family to send me the paperwork. So I tell my mom to go on to this, you know, to get this paperwork 
uh, and send this to me. I fill it out, send it back to her. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's all going through uh, okay. postal mail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, after I, I get my, I, I get incorporated. Then I had to learn on how to get books manufactured. So one of my mentors, he was from India, and um, he helped me get my books manufactured. Like he helped me find places and all that. So I'm, I'm grinding up at this time. I mean, this is thousands of dollars. I'm in the feds, so I got to hustle to get this money together to print these books and you know what I mean. Yeah. Do all this stuff and, and still not go to the hole, but. And, and and find out how to get a business. There's no one. And I they're can. not. You're not supposed to be doing this. No. Like. Nah. Nah. You're not supposed to. Um. Well, so one of the things we I beef with the feds about. They was beefing with me because I I was running a business, right? So my argument number one, basically in layman terms, all right. So Martha Stewart, she went to the feds. Um, Jaru, they went to the, they didn't give up their businesses. So what's the difference between me and them? So what I found out was that you're allowed to own a business. You're just not allowed to run the day-to-day operations. You know what I mean? So um, I found out that I could just give suggestions. So say if I'm on the phone and a bookstore wants 40 books and I tell my people, yo, man, it would be a good idea. I, I suggest you call this bookstore and, and see what they want because they, they might get 40 books. Now that I could beat the charge, because that's stupid as fuck. It's stupid as fuck. That's stupid. Why? It's like, a whole other set of prison is designed to keep you like prison is horrible. Prison is like a, think about how hard. I mean, you are in it, but like right. for people listening, think about how hard it is to do what you did, and then they're like, "Nah, fuck that!" Like yeah. you're trying to do good shit. You're trying yeah. to fucking publish books and shit. Oh yeah, no, nah, it was crazy. Like like I said, like they was harassing me, and you know what I mean. Search me, check him. Taking stuff from me, giving me write-ups, trying to send me to the hole over this shit. It's a lot because the problem is at that moment, right, they realized that I made a decision to become greater than my circumstance. So when you make a decision to become greater than your circumstance, especially that circumstance, you're a threat. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not conforming. You're yeah. not being mentally broken. So that's a whole other thing, man, but. Mentally broken. That's what it's yeah. for. It's to mentally break you. That's prison. Of course. Like, I mean, come on. All right, so you're, you're a male. All the things that you're enjoying right now, you got a blunt in your hand, you got a sweater that you chose, some jeans, your sneakers, your headphone. Yeah, you get none of that. Whatever's in your pocket, you have none of that. Right? You, you, you're put in an alternate environment. You're put in a place that you've never been, around people that you've never been, and you have to do things you've never done. Eat the food you've never eaten at a time that you don't have to. Everything you're told to do. So as opposed to you being your own man, now you're a part of a system. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're taught that you're no longer a man. You're an inmate. You're an inmate this, inmate that. So that's, that's, that alone is, should be mentally disturbing. You know what I mean? Um, and, 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 you know, that's... It's, On top it, of the when you go in working as slave labor, you're making... Yeah, you're making $5.25 a month, right? So $5.25 a, a month, month. A month. So one soap costs three. And you can't have your you can't have a business on the outside. Yeah, you can't run a business. You can't. You know what I mean. So a soap. Sorry, you said a soap was. No, nah, just say a soap three dollars and a, and a toothpaste is, is four dollars. You got five twenty five. So this month you're gonna get a soap. Next month you're gonna go get a toothpaste. You know what I mean? That's if you don't have no way of hustling or no no family to depend on. Yeah. So it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot. Um, it's a lot of underlying factors that prison 
you know that 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 it's a lot of underlying factors involving or regarding prison that people don't really look at. All right, person go to jail and it's but it's a lot of things revolving. Like you got to be a real strong dude to survive prison. You know what I mean? You got to be, you got to be real tough. You gotta, you gotta be, um, have a thick skin, black heart. You gotta have compassion. You gotta have everything. You know what I mean? And know when to turn it up, especially to leave unscathed. You know what I mean? Like I left. You know, as a man, I didn't turn. Gay, I didn't turn, you know, no offense. I didn't switch, no, I, you know, yeah. turn gay. I didn't turn rat. I didn't switch religion or change religion. Then um, get involved in gang. All these things people do, you know, for protection. And I'm from upstate New York. This is where you, you know what I mean? You ain't from Brooklyn. You ain't from, no, nah, from upstate New York. This is what's up. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different thing. It takes a lot of strength to be able to handle, you know, 20 yeah. years of war, 20 years of a war. Every day it's war. Every day. You don't get no rest on that shit. And on top of that, you're doing everything and else. And on top of that, I'm doing my thing. And I was, I mean, like, yeah, I'm doing my thing. So. There was no way you wouldn't. Huh? There was no way you wouldn't do your thing. Nah, I'm, I mean, nah. I mean, I, I don't feel like I could you be You know broken. what I mean like, by I'm the... Tough. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm tough. I know that I can handle the elements. I didn't want to be in this. This is not what mm-hmm. I chose, but wherever I go, I have to stand on these two feet. You know what I'm saying? So um, with that, that right there, a lot of respect was given to me, you know what I mean, by saying, like, yo, this dude ain't going to... He ain't soft. He ain't no... You know, he ain't... Um, he ain't dumb. He ain't, you know, just in the way. So, yeah. So you have... Did you publish all three while? No. I published Trust and Betrayal while I was incarcerated. I published Loyalty and Deceit while I was incarcerated. I published Condom when I was released. Okay. But we did, a, we did a book release party for Lord, me and Beans. I brought Beans to Rochester. We did a book release party for that when I came home. Yeah, it was dope. How, what did you want to do? Like, was that, is that what you wanted to do when you got released? Yeah, I wanted to um, definitely. I wanted to push my, you know, get my, get my visions out here to the streets. Get my, you know, get my craft out here to to the peoples. Um, and how did the clothing? How did your your clothing line get? That's crazy, right? Like I did twenty years and I got a clothing. Like what the hell? Is that? Yeah. It's supposed to be some um, velour, baggy sweatsuits or something. But, nah, no, always, but you know what I mean. We're yeah. talking. We we've only talked about this because right. I'm very interested in you as an author. But that's, that's only like a very small part of it. You yeah. know? Nah, it's crazy, man. I'm in all kind of stuff, man. We ain't even grace the cover yet. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a part two so y'all know. We can keep going unless we keep going. We can keep going. I, I want to cover all of it. All right. Nah, it's um. And can so I see the, the light? Yeah. Y'all see that I almost stole his lighting. <laughs> Everyone it did. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, we're we're at Exotic Roots. Yeah, I'll get right. another light. Shout out Mark. This Shout is... out to my boy Mark, man. Mark knows tissue. he's a conduit. He yeah. knows how to bring people together. Yeah, great dude, man. Great dude. Great dude. Um, from the moment I was introduced to him, the moment we met, like, we just clicked. You know what I mean? He liked the clothes. He was. Um, so he found out about you through clothes. Yeah, well, a good friend of mine um, introduced us to you know, introduced us at an event, and he had bought a sweater at that moment. And then from there, I called him again. He like, "Yo, I rocked that sweater. It was fire. You got some more." I'm like, "Yeah, I got you, man." So, and we just linked up and just been cool ever since. 
He know he shows love like no other. He just hit me up on Instagram one day, like I fuck with your podcast. I fuck with what you're doing. You should come by sometime. And this was before anything. Yo, we about to do some fire, man. We about to do some fire stuff together. Mark official, man. We gonna put some fire together. We gonna get this thing. Popping. All right. So tell me how you got into the clothing. So I always wanted to wear clothes in prison. You know, you only allowed to have. Um, Certain things, you know what I mean? You, you're you given tan outfits, you're allowed to have gray sweatsuits. So that's it, tan outfits, gray sweatsuits. Now I like it to be different. So I have, I wish you could have pictures on this joint. I'm going I'm to send you some pictures. Uh, I like, I used to, I get my clothes customized. I have on all white, you know what I mean? I have um, Prada shoes on. I have some Air Maxes from the streets. I, I just... Different, so I always loved style. I always wanted, you know. I, you had those on locked up. Yeah, while I was locked up, while I was locked up, I was. Man, shout out to my boy Spech. He had a verse that said, "Ain't nothing you could tell Spech." I was in jail, fresh, Prada shoes, Gazelle specs. I got pictures with Prada shoes and Gazelle specs in prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I love, you know, I love fashion. I love, I love, I love clothes. I love good stuff, you know what I mean? So. How did that, how did you find that in your life? Um, shooting the streets. Like, before I got arrested, you know, I was in the streets. So I was all, you know, always in the fashion then. Always like clothes then. Always was a, was a fly dude then. So. But when did you want to create a brand? Like, have it be like, um, not just dress but like no, just had this a is, brand. yeah. I just had a vision. I was like watching shows in jail, like BT Awards, and seeing what they wearing, and you'd be like, "Damn, that shit fire!" All right, if they did this or that, like I'm the type. Once I think like that, I start thinking further and further, and so um, I just started doodling, and this the first design I made. Really? Yeah, this the first one. I still that's got an the- iconic fucking logo. Thank you, bro. This the first one I this the first one I made. I still got the paper where I drew it. I still got the paper for this. Where I drew it on. So I drew this right here and um drew a couple more things. My logo. I got my logo on here. No, it's on the back, but the flame logo. Yeah. Um I drew those up and a few more things and luckily I was able to get out. I was still supposed to technically I'm still supposed to be in prison. My sentence, I was sentenced to 25 years in prison. I came home after 19 because the drug laws changed. So that got me immediate release. I was, I was arrested for distribution of crack. So long story short, the crack to powder, it was 100 to 1 crack to powder ratio. I was sentenced to 25 years, 20 years for the um, drugs, 5 years for the gun. The Obama administration reduced the 100 to 1 crack to powder ratio to uh, 15 to 1, but it didn't make it retroactive, meaning if you got arrested from 2011, then you would get a shorter sentence than what I would have gotten. But since I got arrested in 2000, it didn't apply. And the Trump administration, they made it retroactive. Then I got to apply to the courts, so I had to file a motion for my freedom. I filed a motion. Um, my motion was granted. And I got came home in 2019, so I didn't even know I was coming home. Really? Yeah, I didn't know I was coming home for like, shit, probably like 30, 45 days before I came home. I didn't even know. 
That's crazy, right? That's crazy. All this time I'm doing, my mindset. You think you have six more years? Yeah. Well, with let's see, because I, I lost most of my good time, so I would have came home with halfway house 2024. I got arrested in 2025. I probably would have got a year halfway house. I would have came home 2024. But I'm gonna tell you some crazy shit, right? So the judge, he sentenced me to 25 years. The amount of drugs I got charged with was I was I got charged with selling a dude a 62, right? And the hood is called a 62. Yeah. That's two and a quarter ounces. That weighs about the weight of a half a bar of soap. You give me 25 years for that. You knew that your bills every month exceed that amount of money that I'm about to make on this right here. Then I come home and within three years I got a gold car with no limit. I got everything that, I mean, I, you know what I mean? I'm, what, like, yeah. the, how the credit card company feel that I'm worth more than a judge? They spent $700,000 on keeping me arrested. I came home with nothing, and I made magic happen in a few years. But these are the minds that they're, that they're keeping locked up. And this the crack the power to powder, of the, the hundred, that's because of yeah just racist laws in the beginning absolutely it's the same fucking thing why is it even 15 to one is crazy it's crazy man like why that shouldn't be a thing those laws were put in place because coke was a fucking white drug right like that's it's fucked up yeah it's it's man it's it's all it's just a lot to it right so they have you know um they have to have the prisons right the prisons is what has the cheapest labor so these things you Five, got unicorn, yeah, and 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 they make products for companies. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you also have to have a way to handle the politics. So the politics thing is tough on crime, and you also have to, um, well, not you also have to, but what they do, they also have mass incarceration for people of color, right? So, um, long story. All right, so Matt. You want me to get into it? I do. <laughs> All right. So mass incarceration, how it came about. It came about um, back in the 60s, right? So we have, we, blacks, we, we were in the process of leveling the playing field, right? We were able to get jobs at manufacturing companies like Ford and, you know, we were able to get um, um, equal education and things like these. Um, these things was putting us in a, in a good position. So now, you know, we got set back. We got set back one with the with the heroin. The heroin hit us, boom. That set us back. We shook that off. Then they came and they hit us with a nuclear bomb. They hit us with the crack. They brought that in. That took us back 30 years. Now you got, you know, um, a lot of the things that, that, that transcends from it today. But it's, it, you know, it's the mass incarceration is just fueled, man. It's fueled by the politics, and and it's it's incarcerating us at a at a disproportionate rate that shouldn't be. Um, out here, we represent I want to say what less than fifteen percent of the population, and prison is over sixty percent of the yeah, population. Yeah, it's like twelve percent of the population. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So these things, you know, we we got to look into the reason why, we and, and not even just look into it, but we got to we got to. Go hard on changing that because it ain't fair. It ain't right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got real smart dudes that really don't don't get a chance. Um, 
And, and the crazy thing, not to get off subject, but look at a hustler, right? So you can look at a kid on the street. If you just drive by, just say you you drive down um, Jefferson Avenue, right? And you see this kid, and he's got a hoodie on, right? And he got some drugs in his pocket. So you say, yo, this is a drug dealer. But to that kid, it's not that drug ain't just drugs. That's it's a it's a way a means to an end. You know what I mean? He's got a he might have a mother who a single mother who's on drugs and a little sister at home and she's got to eat. So that's the food for his little sister. And now you got kids like that and these kids, right? You understand they entrepreneur. They their own bosses. They don't got nobody to report to. They get their stuff. But the things that they learn is so they're learning accounts and balances, shipping and receiving, packaging, marketing, advertising. They're learning this shit hands on in the streets. And they working from fucking six o'clock in the morning to one o'clock in the morning every day. You telling me that IBM wouldn't want a motherfucker with that type of passion, with that type of drive, and that's willing to risk their life. They're risking their life out there for a couple of dollars. So you telling me that they can't teach and nurture and get a kid that, with that much passion and turn them into something special? That's why we go so hard. That's why dudes from the inner city um, that get that shot, man, we go so hard because we know what we done risked our lives for for nearly nothing. You know what I mean? In comparison. So, you know, it's a lot of diamonds in the rough at the end of the day. It's a lot of... Um, it's a lot of diamonds in the rough. And if people start looking at it in that manner, then we'll start to change the way we view these kids out here in the streets and give them, give them a chance. Because we were talking about making the choice. Uh-huh. People who are given don't need to make the choice. So uh-huh. then they never make it for their own and they don't see that in yeah. other people because they're scared of making that for themselves. Uh, yeah. And that's what it is. It's true, man. Um, and, and at the end of the day, don't be consumed by the fear. Yeah. So you 45 days, 30 days before getting released didn't know you were? Nah, I know. How was finding out? How did you find out? I found out I was eligible. Uh, no, no, no. In December, in December, okay, so I can tell you exactly how long. December 19th, they passed the bill. December 19th, 2018, they passed the bill. I seen it on CNN. Um, but we didn't know to the extent, so nobody was really, really happy. In January, we found out what was going on. February, I found out I was eligible. Once I found out I was eligible, it was different. I was like, oh, shit, it's real. I'm really going to. No, no, no. February, I found out I was going to get it. And I came home in March. Yeah, February. Now it's like wow. it's real. But damn, my whole mind is like, damn. This all I know is this place right here. 19 years. 19 years in this place right here. But then that, that street shit came out. Man, fuck this place. Get out of here. Let's figure this shit out. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's been dope for me, man. You got what I'm saying? Like before I left, it was pages. We had pages. Yo, beat me. You know, I come home, ain't no buttons and none of that shit. Was that wild? Big change? The only good thing is I had I had a cell phone in, in prison. If I wouldn't have had a cell phone yeah. in there and access to it, then I would have really, really been fucked up. But I had access, so that helped a little bit. But as far as it take like emails and doing all kind of other stuff, nah, all that stuff was experience. The things that y'all would take take for granted, a metal fork, um, a leaf on the ground. Like, you know, it's when you behind the wall, when I started I was in the max, you behind the wall, ain't no trees in there, ain't no leaves. 
So the small little simple things you don't ever see. Yeah. So I used to just, I don't know, I was a kid in the candy store. Everybody used to always want to be around me because I used to bug out over every little thing. I used to treat everything like it was crazy. I still do to a degree. Isn't that, but it's happy. Like people, you yeah. say people want to be around you like right. you're a kid in the candy store. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. People want to be around you when you're happy. Yeah. Like yeah. even it's, no matter what it is, but yeah. I think... It's on energy. a larger, big scale, that's yeah. true, too. Yeah, it's energy. You know, everybody, everybody, you know, attracted to good, or you should be attracted to good energy. You actually have people that attracted to good energy. But, yeah, good energy, you know, yeah. you always want that around you. I do. And you know you, we never did talk about how you started the clothing. Oh, shit. So that's how this <laughs> that podcast goes. That's how that right, second, nah, this second shit part of the podcast Nah, started. see, they, y'all, be getting, y'all get me high as a motherfucker, <laughs> knowing I'm going to trail off all the time, and then say, oh, this is where we at. All right. No, this nah. has been great. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. What was that again? Say it again. The clothing. How, how did you get into the clothing? Okay, so... Yeah, I was just drawing. So I was drawing my my images and um, doodling things and saying one day I'm going to do it. And um, when I came home, you know, when I came home, I started off with the books and everything. And I took a little bit. I invested. I started with just some T-shirts. And I I took them to my block. Yo, what up, man? I'm starting my clothing line. What up? Need y'all help. Need y'all support. Whole block copped everything. I went and read up. It's just like the streets. Want to read up with more, cop some more. Read up some different colors. Yo, I got these new covers. Want to check to see what color Jordans was coming out. Hey, yo, y'all know them blue Jordans coming out. Yo, I got the blue chaos T-shirts coming out. Y'all make sure y'all cop them joints. Y'all pre-order right now. You can get $5 off. And I just kept grinding. They don't know, you know what I mean? They don't know. I got to get every penny of this right here. I need it at this time. I'm broke. And that's what you're talking about before all that shit you knew. Yeah. What you mean? Before what? You were saying all the a young kid. Hustling, he learned to has all these talents, and right. now you're saying you're using that exact same thing for clothing. Exactly, you had yeah. the, you had the drive, you knew how to work it. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, in prison, I learned how to apply what I learned. Like so, the way I just gave you that 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 um, I don't know if you call that a knock out your lighter. Damn, I said I was gonna keep his lighter next time. Huh? <laughs> Get him next time. <laughs> no, that, but that I'm gonna be watching back on the episode. Be like, like, yeah, I know it. He, he got, got it right God there. Tuma, give me my lighter back, man. You really want the llama lighter? Oh, he got a long one. Man. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, what was I about to say? Um, you were talking about applying. You learned how to apply. Right, I learned. I learned how to apply what I learned. Right, so. I'm in the I'm in the feds, right, with dudes who so my mentor, my mentor, he ain't have his first pair Indian? of shoes. Dude from India. Yeah. How did okay, so you met him, all right. Yeah, so I met him and you know, he's super dope dude. Um but he didn't have his first pair of shoes till he was like two years old. You know what I mean? Um, you know, living in in in, in Poverty for real, for real, right? Not our poverty, in real poverty. And he was worth nearly five hundred million dollars when he got arrested. He was younger than me, so you're telling me, and he, I'm doing all this time for a couple of bands. You doing your time for almost a half a billion dollars of what you worth, and they, you still going home to to that bread. I need to learn from people like this. So I started at that moment. I realized I had to surround myself with people who was much smarter than me. You know what I mean? Like. Me being the smartest person in the room ain't work. Yo, yeah. for that's yeah. 
it's just it's the facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being the smartest person in the room got me right there. You're but, only a, yeah. I want to be the worst person. I want to yeah. be like you know what I mean. The yeah. least talented person in the room I'm in because then I have something to work towards. Right. If you're the smartest person in the room, homie, you in the wrong room. Get yeah. out of that room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, um, I always say, you know, you got to be mindful of your friends. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to be around people who soar like eagles. Like, you've never seen a, a eagle associated with the pigeons. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, or, or fly down to the pigeons. I want to be, I got to be with the eagles or with the snakes that slither amongst the ground. I got to be amongst the eagles. My, my dad's a musician. And he used to say this thing, I don't play music, but he always said, you're only as good as your worst player. Word. And that's the truth. And that's the truth. When I build a team, I, that's what I mean. I want to be the least talented right. person on the team. I you, don't care if I'm the one who's, like, that's right. leading the, the team. But you I'm know the, exactly. where that threshold is at. You know exactly, because. I mean? But, nah, don't, don't, it's don't. Like at dating, the same time, it's like though, dating someone who's, like, Low down. It's like, yeah. no, nah, why wouldn't you? Don't you want to have someone who's inspiring you? But I mean, nah, at the same time, though, nah, don't be that. Don't be the one at the bottom of the, of the joint. All right, you know what I mean. I ain't you be know at what the I bottom. mean, though. Uh, you know I what I mean. I'm trying to be at the hierarchy, but you still. I, like, no, I nah, don't I'm mean. I mean, I don't want to be at the bottom, but I mean, talent wise, right. I want to work with people yeah. who are. All right, all right. People Let's say as driven people, as my right. Yeah, that's people right. who've made the decision. Yeah. I don't want to work with people who are holding themselves right. back. There you go. Yep, I agree. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, get like you said, get get people. If if a company hires somebody, then you know they go through the application process. They see if they qualify for it. If a person is going to be down with your you know, with your movement, then they got to be qualified. All the friends and family stuff, that can't work if you don't have the qualifications. You know what yeah. I mean? So you got to have people that you admire, that that, that admire you, that, that's driven by you. It's like when you're working out, you know, you got somebody to push you or you can push them. Yeah. That's what creates it. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta have that. You got to have that. But as this is what I mean by I feel like you are the you have to be the lead. It's because no one's going to follow your dream like you are. Like, right. if you're not putting your all into it, then why the hell would anyone else help you with it? But don't, that's it. You know, don't count on nobody to follow your dream. Follow the movement. Follow the movement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't got to understand my dream. Nobody knew my dreams or understood my dreams. Ain't nobody understand it. And I, I couldn't expect nobody to. So I don't need you to follow the dream, but you follow the movement. Now it's a different story. Now it's about what's that movement is about. What, what, right. are you, what is your movement about? Yeah. So, what is your movement? My movement, man, is to my movement is basically to. I want to represent everything that embodies our culture. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to. Um, I want to highlight and showcase everything that's in the, in the, you know, in, in involved in what I know. So I know the city. I know these things. I write it in books. I display it through my clothing. I write it in my movie scripts. Um, and I want to represent. I want to represent. You know, our, our culture, right? And when I say culture, like the whole culture, hip hop culture, you know, in 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 its entirety. I'm a child of hip hop. 
like for real, for real, Sugar Hill Gang getting beat for scratching up the record. You know what I'm saying? And still going to try another one and recording over tapes and stuff like that. So I love hip hop and, and and our culture is dope. You know what I mean? And that's 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 pretty much what it is. To go back to the clothing a little bit, how did you link up with Thirty Eight to do tr- like his merch and everything? Trust Station, oh, right? Yeah. So that we got um we did a couple collabos um. We did the Trust Chaos hoodies, and Wheeling, that's always been my guy. That's been my, that's been, that's been Lil' Bruh since before I got locked up. And just letting y'all know, nah, he's a real one. Like, he's, he's sent pictures, and you know what I'm saying, through the whole bed. Like, it was, nah, yo, bruh, man, I need some pictures. You know what I'm saying? Man, I got you. And, and through his pictures that he sent me, he showed me how big the world was. Now, remember, this is a kid from the block. Special was on the block at a young age. He was a kid. When I left, he was on the block, literally on the block. And now he's sending me pictures all around the world. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's dope. And then I call him no matter what. He's picking up the phone and he's pushing fire. Yo, what up, bro? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. And he letting me know. So that gave me inspiration, too. You know, that gave me a lot of inspiration to say, damn, okay, if I could, as long as I push and play my part, the vehicle is in motion. You know what I mean? So I come home, um, I start the T-shirts, and we just kicking it, man. Um, we kicking it, and I'm like, yo, let's do a collabo. He like, bet, let's work. And we sat down, and we created the, pro- we created the um, concept of the, of the hoodies, decided to make it a limited production run, and, yeah, we put them out, and it was a good success. They're, and they're they're amazing. I think Thank are there some? I'm pretty sure there might be some. Yeah, we got them. At, we got a few more at Exotic Roots. Exotic y'all pull up Roots. Exotic Roots and get y'all exclusive, exclusive Trust Chaos hoodies. You know what I mean? They numbered up. So each one, yeah, they individually numbered, all embroidery, best, great quality. Yeah, we coming. We we we, we coming hard with them. What do you see yourself as now? Like you said, you wrote screenplays, author, clothing. Like, what do you consider yourself now? It's Juma. It's it's uh, Juma. I'm yeah. multifaceted. I, 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 it's hard to explain. Like, you're you, right? You know what I mean. You ever seen like a a like if you had a, a little puppy in a cage, a dog in a cage, and then when you let him out, he just run all over everywhere. That's how I am with it. Like I'm in everything. I got male and um, uh, male enhancement line. I got uh, man, just 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 male so enhancement line. Yes. Oh yeah. Shout out <laughs> my male enhancement line. www.thebedroombliss.com. All natural male enhancement. Man, listen. If you want to get busy. Naturally, you ain't got to worry about no heart racing when you're done, no headache, none of that. You want to take it down. Or ladies, if your man ain't doing like he used to be doing, www.thebedroombiz.com. Guaranteed. Natural pills. I'm going to get you some to watch. Well, I'm going to tell y'all, too. I'm going to tell y'all. I'll do a review. Yeah, do the review. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just in a, you know. Just I did not expect that to be <laughs> yeah. the. What, else, what other crazy businesses? Man, just stay tuned. Just stay All tuned. Right. We got a lot. We got a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, my mind is, my mind is it, it, it goes and, and 
right now I'm just working on catching up to it, but I, I make sure that... Because um, you've done a lot in a short amount of time. Yeah, almost three years, about three years. Almost, so not even yeah. three years. Crazy, right? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's free. And I had, so I was also sentenced to... I was sentenced to 10 years post-supervised release. They reduced it to eight years when I got home. But I filed a motion. Um, I had to file my own motion pro se, and I got terminated from probation early. So now I'm completely off probation. Yeah, they ain't want me smoking in the feds, but now I can smoke. Give me that light. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Is that why you got your low tolerance? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like yo, I got a low shit, tolerance. Some, yeah, this guy dropping <laughs> Keith with Bull Rock. Yeah, no. Nah. I would have been on this interview. Uh, so, Juma. <laughs> Man, thank you for coming on. This is a dope-ass conversation. There is something about Rochester. Mm-hmm. I had never been here until like, man, like a year and a half ago on some Where? real shit. Where you from? I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, shout out to Massachusetts. Yo, man, I got Matt. I was in the feds, yo. There's some real dudes out in Massachusetts. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Boston. Yeah. Y'all you ever got hear a place, Fitchburg? Fitchburg. Yep. It was a couple of dudes locked up from there, too. That's where, I'm, that's where I grew up. Yeah, y'all be doing that white collar grime out there. I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not fish, right? You know who OT the Real is? You ever hear of a OT the Real. White dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Raps from Philly, raps from Bathroom. Shit, he's fire. But I he's gotta, originally from Fitchburg. And okay. he was the fucking stick up kid of Fitchburg. Oh, what? He's been on the podcast. Fire, fire, fire. But yeah, he's literally like. I'm going to check my band out some more then. Okay, that's yeah, dope. Yeah, nah, he's fire. Nah, that's dope. I don't, but nah, I don't I'm from there. I literally got in. Like 30 minutes oh, before yeah? this podcast. Fresh off the highway, my man came and sat down and did it. I went, to the hot, I went to the wrong hotel. My hotel was 30 minutes the opposite way. I Word. was so mad, bro. Be I had a disgusting make ass you, Subway sandwich. Make sure you use your navigation around here. They don't be playing fair. <laughs> be careful. I do love Rochester. Nah, Rochester's dope, man. Rochester's fun, man. It's, uh, they call Rochester the Lost Borough. You know what I mean? Um, they call Rochester the Lost Borough, and it's because even though it's upstate New York, it ain't slow. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't slow. So, it's all right. Man, thank you for doing this. Yeah, man, thanks for the interview, man. It was a pleasure. This is dope as hell. This has been Bucked Up. Where can people find you? Y'all can find me at... Damn, this thing got me high as a bitch. <laughs> Y'all can find me at Chaos Unlimited. You know what? I just told you I just came home. So I'm going to give y'all my Instagram. Hold on. <laughs> I know they're on your podcast like, yo, you got this high-ass move. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Bucked Up. What oh, do you think? Up. It's called oh, so Bucked I'm Up. Shit right. this, it's a, I'm high as hell, too. I've been shit. smoking. I probably smoked a quarter today. Oh, <laughs> Hey, yo, I'm smoking some shit. This shit. Yeah, this, is yeah, this shit this is, is uh, fine. Purple runs I'm smoking. Oh, really? I'm yeah. smoking some shit Mark gave me. That's fire. That's who gave me this shit. Mark, yeah. Mark and I'm going to read your books. Hey, I'm going to hold your books up while you find your Instagram. All right. We got Trust and Betrayal. We got Loyalty and Deceit with Beanie Siegel. And we got Condo. Yeah, I didn't even. We didn't even talk about really you being, uh, you being cellmates with Beanie. Oh, that 
was crazy. Like, that's a whole nother interview how, how we linked <laughs> up. Like, that's a real duel right there, man. Shout out to my man, Beanie Siegel, man. Something we didn't, people are going to be so mad that yeah, we didn't that's gonna even be, talk about that. That's going to be crazy. Yo, my Instagram is chaos unlimited one, C H A O S unlimited, the number one. Follow me, y'all. Follow him. This has been Bucked Up. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 ye